0: Hey what's up guys and welcome to Let's Get Real with me Brandon Holder's show where everything is real, uh, real stories of faith, real conversations and real testimonies. But first, let us roll the intro. Here we go. <laughs> That's right, like I said, uh, we have a very special guest this morning, right? Uh, she is uh, someone who is very close to my heart, very dear to me and Phoebe, not just myself. And uh, I've never seen her actually really angry before. Like, even when she's angry, she's turning into a very, very funny story for me to hear as well. But uh, she's always laughing. I can You can already hear her in the back, background, huh? She's always laughing, always very happy, very jovial. And uh, if you watch the movie Crazy Rich Asians, uh, it's a Hollywood movie as well, and I watched it as well. You will know her, not by uh, Michelle Yeoh or not by the actress. But you will know her. Why? Because the flowers that you see in there, the beautiful plants that you see in the movie was all curated by this very special individual. She made all the flowers come to life, right? And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are so honoured and so privileged. Uh, please welcome on the set for the first time on the show, uh, as I would fondly uh, know her as Auntie Eunice Tio. Hello, hello, everyone.
1: Hello, hello, hello. 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 Uh,
0: first of all, uh, yes, thank you really. so much. Yes, it's so good to have you here as well. Uh, but before we start, right, uh, I'm sure a lot of people also want to know, right? Because they see the flowers, they see the sun, oh, but they don't know who do it, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the beautiful woman behind the beautiful flowers. Uh, but for those of you who may not know who she is, maybe Auntie Eunice, you want to give a brief introduction about your background and yourself.
1: Okay. I'm actually um, from moi, mm. um, born into a family of uh, four kids. I'm the second child. Ah. Um, I have an elder sister, a younger sister, and a younger brother. And uh, my dad um, has a stationery shop, mm. small stationery shop in moi, And so that's how we lived. And from young, I go to the kindergarten. Um, in the kindergarten, because um, my mom was busy, so I was like kind of in a day, daycare of mm. the church. And uh, during that time, I will stick to the pastor's wife and every day I will just follow her in and out. And every Sunday morning, Mm. she would uh, arrange flowers for the Sunday morning service. So that's when, um, as young as like four years old, I got so curious about these blooms that is like, how come the petals are all stuck to the core? So I'm thinking like, what kind of glue did someone use the glue to glue the petals together? <laughs> you know? So it's like, uh, from young, that was the, uh. the thing that sparks me in my head or my heart. I don't know. Mm. But since that day, I have...
0: A fascination.
1: L- a fascination. Yeah. And I've lived with flowers all the days of my life
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've been to auntie Eunice's house huh? um, the especially where you work right where it's it's literally like it's it's a it's the most beautiful jungle yeah, why jungle. because it's you, you you think it's a jungle but in a jungle, you see all these, you know, uh, uh, trees, uh, barks, uh, you know, no no, no colour one. But you go to her jungle, right? It's very <laughs> beautiful. The <laughs> fragrance is there. And it's very colourful as well, yes. your jungle. Yes. That's <laughs> a very beautiful <laughs> place as well. Yes. And uh, we often love to visit you as well. Yes. So, okay, so you grew up in... Uh, you have four siblings, right? Yes. And you grew up in Moa. So, it's safe to say that you grew up in... Uh, in a Christian family yes right and yes. you're very familiar with Christianity very familiar you went to church every Sunday every Sunday stuck no, to the Monday wife. to
1: Saturday also Monday to <laughs> Saturday i practically in the daycare <laughs> so you were all around Christian from all Monday to around, Sunday from the day I was born Wow. Yes. Oh, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. And so were your family. I mean, your parents were also Christians. Yes, my parents.
1: Yeah, my grandmother. Wow. My grandfather, the whole family. Yeah. Except a few uncles.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. But here's the thing, because I grew up in a Christian family as well. But I feel that growing up in a Christian family, I don't know about your experience, but was it for you something like a... Uh, a lot of people who grew up in Christian families, they sort of take their faith for granted because, you know what I mean? They 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 go to a Christian, I mean, they go to Sunday school, kids club, uh, or youth service their whole life. They play in the, the you know, and Christian families as well that sometimes they take their faith for granted. Was it the same case for you?
1: Exactly the same. Right. Because familiarity actually leads you nowhere because you don't have a personal encounter with God. Right. Your life is like, okay, I know Jesus mm. They're the one in the major yeah yeah every every Christmas you see him in the major mm. and that's all that's all about Jesus, you know
0: so it's a lot of yeah hit uh, hate knowledge a lot of hit knowledge
1: yes right yes and uh, what happened was that yeah. um, at the age of 15. Um, now I have to draw back a little bit more mm. like the age of 13 yeah. when my dad faces financial crisis mm. so the whole family did and uh, what happened was that we were in heavy debts yeah. and the worst part of all was that we didn't know that uh, it was that bad so mm. we thought that it's just like the house uh, installment that my dad couldn't pay and and uh, then later we discover the loan shark. And then wow. later we discover the private gang, like the private gang that gives up the money, like everybody like, takes turns to take the money, that kind of thing. Right. So um, when, when that happened, um, my whole world collapsed. Uh, it is like um, you, so helpless, it's so helpless
0: but you were old enough to understand what was going on
1: Uh, I would say I was forced to to understand right? because a lot of things are changing Mm. Uh, people around us just didn't want to come near Mm. and they were all like if they see you they just go another direction (laughs) (laughs)
0: then. <laughs>
1: la. <laughs> it's the deals. Wow, yeah. fight, fight. Yeah, me, fight they me. really, uh, they really run. Right. Uh, because I think people are so scared that uh, we might ask for money. Mm, mm, mm. You know? So, at that time, um, I, for the first time that I really cry out to God. Mm. But I, I know very little. Yeah. I know very little of who this Jesus is. Although I go to Sunday school, I go all everything youth, I was even the youth uh, uh, leader. Oh wow! You know, in in that youth group mm. at that time. But um, with all the hate knowledge, it's really not getting anywhere. But the basic that I know is that I need to pray. Mm. So, uh, one day uh, at the age of fifteen, mm. the situation didn't get better. Uh, at the age of fifteen. Within that period of time, um, we had a prayer meeting. And uh, it was an overnight prayer meeting. So from the age of 14 to 15 to 17, coming to 18, it was all the time in a prayer meeting. And that kind of prayer meeting is like overnight one. Mm. You don't get to sleep. You only get to go toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Fasting and praying, fasting and praying. There's right. a lot of that. But it was at that time that I really experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, I remember that night when the Holy Spirit visited us in as a group. Mm. Things changed. Things began to change. I began to felt in my heart, Jesus is not that Jesus in the major. Jesus is just not that Jesus... Who we think about but is not connected to my world, so in that time we were praying actually for the church revival yeah. and uh, things began to happen and the Lord actually realigned cleaned up people's life, including mine and we we experienced like what is like a I would call a revival at that time. Mm. And we are very um, kind of trained, like learn to listen to the Holy Spirit and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And and at that time, even though we are still in it, yeah. I thank God that we were not thrown out of the house. Mm. Uh, one of my relatives decided to, because my dad wanted to declare bankruptcy, and uh, my, my relatives actually stopped it, and she took over uh, our house, bought mm. over from the bank and uh, pay off the loans and mm. we were still staying there very grateful to that mm. uh, but soon after I left for KL because mm. after my SPM yeah uh, I was just praying for direction and I wanted so much to go to Singapore why ah uh? ah uh, because sing Dollar. oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was some
1: wow what oh, spiritual reason sing no because because <laughs> At at that age, really, when when it gets too real to you, the reality, I just want, I just all the time in my head, what I had was like, Lord, please help. Because I just want to help my dad to to pay off all these debts. And uh, at that time, as little as I can, I started going to Singapore at the age of 15 during the school holiday. and. One of my far relatives was actually a florist. And she doesn't have a flower shop. Uh-huh. She just do the business in the house. So oh. her shop's name is called Home Florist. And then, surprisingly, I sometimes I think God is really uh, orchestrated the whole thing. Uh-huh. And is like putting everything together for me. And she just like tell me, okay, these are the flowers and the basket and whatnot. You can play with it. So I just starting to like help. Like kind of, oh, I remember some memory from the church pastor's uh. wife and then I just like take the things and I start to put together and then she would just correct me. But of course, she was not professionally trained. Mm. But I just learned from her. You are not professionally trained. You really don't know where when you make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. So I can do an arrangement, 180 degree. And then when I let go of my hand, the flower just popped. Bow down at you. <laughs> that kind of thing. So it's just so much of like learning from my mistake. Right. And I get very frustrated. Sometimes I, I'm i thinking like, why yesterday I do so nice? Today I do not nice. But I don't know why. I don't know what's the reason. But after through the years of learning and, you know, looking at others and really go into it, then I realise, oh, this is the real right thing to do.
0: Now, I want to also talk a little bit about... Uh, Japan, <coughs> because as I understand, you know, we've spoken about this before and you told me that you did man- manage to go to all the way to Japan to sort of uh, improve on your craft, you know, to learn. Like you say, you know, you learn a lot along the way through to, yeah. trial and error. Yeah. But you had the opportunity to go to Japan to sort of uh, uh, learn this floristry, right? Yeah. And, uh, but things didn't go as planned as, uh, or as you thought when you were there. And uh, you know, and a lot of times I think uh, when I heard from your story that uh, things turn out to be a little bit more tougher than, than you thought it would be. Mm. So uh, let' let's talk about how this Japan thinking came, came about and also what, what happened in Japan exactly.
1: Okay, in uh, 1985, I just give you a brief and short history. Um, after I finished my SPM, um, I actually was asked to do a wedding in Assumption Church. Yeah. And uh, so I came to KL, and I, after I finished doing that wedding, that Sunday itself, I went to a, ch- a church with my aunt who is staying here. She's a Christian. And uh, immediately I met my first boss. So she said, Okay, tomorrow, Monday, you come to work. So that's all. My dream about going to Singapore was kaput. Yeah. <laughs> no more Sing dollar. <laughs> so what I did was. Uh, well, I went to work, and then I worked in different um, hotels florists for a few years. And in the end, I end up with one that is uh, quite a big one in Damansara and, uh, for four and a half years. And right after that, at the age of 26, I, I have an opportunity, and that was the desire of my heart. Because from young, my aunt in Japan, that is my father's sister... Mm-hmm. She used to come back and visit my grandma and she would bring a flower book for me. A small one sometimes, but I will be looking through the books like for days and for years. And those are my collection, my, my treasure, my toys. So from then, I have a desire to learn flower arrangement or ikebana in Japan. But I don't know how is it possible because the situation was so messed up at the time and um, also have to deal with my sister's education, my elder sisters. And besides that, there was some family issue as well. And then um, um, at the age of 26, after eight and a half years working with the florist, many florists, um, I finally got the opportunity, my aunt gave me an offer, would you like to come to Japan? Wow. It's like, you strike, you know, lottery like that. So I was very excited. At that time, I was earning quite a good salary in that florist and I was able to support my parents in some ways and, you know, uh, everything seems to be really good and so I prayed and I said, Lord, if this is the way, I will go. So I feel like, okay lah, good. I feel good about it lah. La, huh? yeah. So <laughs> I just say, okay lah, go. So in the midst of preparation to be go, to be in Japan, I have to go through all the papers and through that, uh, in the beginning, I realised that things are not that, like as what I was expected because mm. um, when when my aunt offered to have me there it was kind of like sponsoring right but when i told her about my etiquette she said okay you need to go and find your own etiquette oh so wow suddenly ah uh, i i have like a big mountain coming down on me you no know, because it, to take out a few thousand uh, to buy the etiquette alone yeah. it, it was really tough and then Later on, with the clothings and the languages and all that, so I thought I would want to prepare myself. Uh, But when I asked, she just tell me, okay, no need. So I thought, okay, no need. You just go there because you can't tell the government that I'm coming to learn flower arrangement. Mm. So you you have to enroll yourself in a language school. So that's why I have to go to a a Japanese language school for my visa to stay and to learn flower arrangement there. So that was what happened. And uh, when I landed in Japan, finally through <coughs> a bit of like a thick and thin, and I just tell myself, just stay focused because what you really want to do is to have good, te- good technique, good education so that you can walk further. So I was like telling myself, okay, just this little bit of things, don't bother. Just go. Just go. Okay? Just go. <laughs> just go. Right. I tell you, this just go always cost my life. <laughs> because this just go... Wow. Just thinking about it. Uh. Okay, I <laughs> I must say thank God that I'm here today to be able to share with you because... Um, that period of time is uh, very tough for me very tough in the sense I I have challenges from the weather
0: from the what? weather the weather
1: Ah. I went in March okay understood it's spring Uh so it's a little bit chilly so you wear a bit more like, like what you're wearing now but that year there wasn't summer no summer it went from spring to autumn. So the place that we stayed, it's four in the night, degree, four degree, mm. towards the evening. And then seven in the morning. And then 22 in the noontime. And then it just fluctuates like this. Like in, a, in one day, you have four seasons. <laughs> <so> <laughs> but the problem is, I have no money uh-huh. and I have no clothing. Proper clothing So I was just wearing My Malaysian clothing With like Some t-shirts Long sleeves And then jeans So I brought Three pair of jeans I think about Four or five pairs Of t-shirts Short and long T-shirts And uh, That's about all (laughs) And uh, So when I went there uh, First thing I realised That was Actually um, I do not want to judge Mm. But I just felt that um, basically my aunt needs a maid.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm okay with housework because I do that all the time in, at home, uh, even taking care of my younger sister and my younger brother. And I cook for them and I clean the house and I wash the clothes. Mm. You know, sometimes at night we wash with my mom. Uh, house chore is definitely not, not an issue for me. But um, the problem is that when things begin to like happen in like having culture shock, I have to shower using the used water.
0: Huh? Sorry. You have to shower using the used water. Yes. What does that even mean? Uh?
1: Yeah, because uh, the first day I landed, uh, after how many hours uh, in the flight and all that, yeah. you're like, oh, like, I want to take a shower. Of course. So I went into the shower. I on the shower, like literally shower. Huh. But after I came out of the shower <laughs> room, uh, I got 10 baht from my aunt. She said, okay, I'll just let you know, from today onwards, you're not allowed to use the shower because the shower... Uh, waste a lot of water So I stood there And I don't know what to say And I just said I'm sorry So I said uh, Can you tell me How I should do it So she pointed To the heated uh, bathtub. They have a heated bathtub Because uh-huh. it's very cold 7 degree Imagine You could take your bath mm. And uh, The heated bathtub Is where You fill the water Till three quarter Yeah and uh, and everybody goes in there and shower right. and, and take your bath so generally it was a culture shock uh, to the maximum because I I've never <laughs> known about this and so from the second day onwards, uh, that was what happened and uh, um, basically it, if I'm if I'm very particular about my own hygienic uh, issue, I will just scoop one pail of water out and put aside. Mm. And then I'll just clean myself and then another one and that's all. And then the rest of the water, I was to you know, scoop it out and put it into the washing machine and wash my clothes. So that was uh, what happened every day since then And the rest of the water was used to like scrub the bathroom every day And I, I, I tell myself at the age of 26 I said, when I stay in someone's house I have to follow the rules And I am ever grateful for the opportunity So I I just <laughs> hold on to everything And I... I um, I just follow everything that my aunt wants and I just do everything because I tell myself, I'm not supposed to be here. You know? And I owe her a lot. I know I owe her a lot at that time. You know? So I just keep on doing whatever is pleased to her. Seven degree, I don't have a sweater. I just go out every morning and pluck the wheat. After I've prepared the breakfast... You know, toast the bread and cut the, uh, what did I cut? Okay, banana. (laughs) I cut banana and put in the yogurt for my uncle. And then my aunt starts to cook his bento, that is the rice box for him to bring to work. And uh, when she comes down, she said, you go out and pluck the wheat. And that was seven degree. Oh. If no one knows how cold is that, you can try going into a cold room, you know, and stay there for 10 minutes and then you know. How is it like? It's very, very cold. And you keep on asking yourself, why am I doing this? Mm. Mm, you cannot understand. You know, God, where are you? At that time. Uh... And uh, I had this problem with my stomach because I think it was, uh, I was very stressed. Mm. And, uh, uh, and I couldn't uh, digest even the rice. Um, you know the Japanese rice, uh, mm. they are like pollute, you know? Yeah. So I had a, a lot of problem in my system and, uh, because I'm trying to adjust to a lot of things. My auntie don't seem to be happy to have me there. And so every morning even I greeted her. Most of the time she just kept quiet. She don't respond. And uh, when my uncle was not at home to eat, she would just take her food and go upstairs and eat in her room. And I cannot understand because she was my most favourite auntie from young. I look up to her. And I trusted her So um, So uh, Coming to, to now Like um, When I talk about it You know is uh, Very tough Very tough But I learned to Forgive and Embrace Who she is She has her own problem She has her own mountain to climb You know But it was very tough for me right then And um, I, it's so cold that I need to drink hot water For my medication also And I don't have a tumbler Or what you know To, to bring it with me When I go to school I take the 1047 train To Sendai I stay in Yamagata mm. That's about 45 minutes away And uh, Meaning 1015 I get out of the house I cycle half an hour And then I reach the station And I park my bicycle And then I go to the train and that's the only time that I can actually release my tears when I was cycling. So I think sometimes, I think the Japanese must be thinking something wrong with this girl. <laughs> Why she's crying every day? Yeah, because I cannot tell anyone back home here what is happening there. And that, that time You don't have iPhone You don't have What phone Not even headphone, yeah. Not the brick size Handphone to call <laughs> home But you have to go To the public phone mm. And put in money mm. But I don't have money mm. So very Very limited Resources And uh, Sometimes It's It's so hard That you just Feel that you want To give up mm. And so one day I asked my aunt I say aunt Can I borrow One of the the flask that Mm, you have. mm, mm. Like, I can put some hot water inside. Because the food that was um, packed for lunch, um, whatever that is left, I just packed it in and I just bring it. By the time I reach Sendai, it's already cold. Very cold. It's not only cold, it's very cold. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like out from the fridge. So, you really want to have something warm in your stomach. So, what I did was... uh, I asked her and she said, we have only two. One belongs to your uncle that he used every day. The other one belongs to your cousin uh, during her kindy days. So I said, okay, I don't mind taking that one. And that only can fill one mark of water. Right. 10, 15, I get out of the house and every day by 8 at night only I return home. So where do my water source come from? Yeah. I don't have money to buy all the machine drinks and all that. No. So, I will go to different shops. I'm a bit smart. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the same shop every day. Uh. They will <laughs> chase you out. So, I go to different shops and ask for water every day. Uh, some are very kind. They yeah. will just ha- give me a dirty look and then they just give it to me. Some, they will ask me, Ju Jodai. It's like, they will tell you, give me 10, like 10 cents. Like, it's a, the coin. La. It's oh. very little. You cannot even buy anything with that, like 10 cents. Yeah. So I just give it to them. So that was very um, hard for me. Uh. Mm. And uh, sometimes I don't have enough food. So what do I do? I also go to the supermarket. Oh, okay, okay. I go to the supermarket, uh. different supermarket. <laughs> go to the basement uh. they have all the food tasting there she just take la, the tester <laughs> just eat the tester la. Wow. Uh, so different days you go to different places but not everyday I am able to do that yeah. so but I thank God um, of course there's a lot that you feel inside it's so humiliating it's so humiliating for me at that time you know and i just keep on asking god god where are you i don't have christian contacts i know church no friends no nothing until how you know one day i needed to talk to somebody so i just talked to the the secondary school student who who cycle alongside me Then i just talked to them with my minimal uh uh, uh japanese and uh, but i very i'm very thankful that Mm. For my flower teacher uh, Tezuka Sensei She is very kind And she saw What was happening I, I didn't tell And uh, she saw that How come I'm wearing like Three shirts together And then I don't have a jacket I don't yeah. have like things And uh, she, she asked me Would you like to come And homestay in my house Of course, I thought, wow, that was like a rescue, you know. But on the other hand, I didn't want to accept it because I didn't want to hurt the family. Mm. So I just decided in my heart that, okay, I will just go. Again, (laughs) just just go. go Yeah, just go. Don't bother. You know, but um, things get tougher and tougher. And because of the stress, I get constipation. You know, I got stomach problem. And then I face up with every week uh, Japanese language test. Of course, that one, uh, the person who sat next to me, uh, very kind, China girl. <laughs> She's so good, okay? She's such a pro. She can finish her test in 10 minutes. Oh. And then she will slide her paper <laughs> towards me and... Hey. <laughs> 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 Copy la. <laughs> Because if you don't get past, uh, you don't get to stay there. So there was an incident that happened... Um, one day, in Japan, mm. I was so discouraged, and, mm. I tell myself, you know, why do I need to fight? I don't need to go on anymore. I just, I can call for us, if I want to. Mm. So I decided, when I came back home, after cycling, <laughs> mm, I just kneel at the, the side of the bed, and, uh there was no heater. It's really freezing cold. And I told the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry. I think I cannot, I cannot do this anymore. You know. Really want to give up. Very hard, very hard. Too hard. Cannot go on. I just I... I Sorry, I I cannot I really cannot do it And as soon as I uh, Kind of Say that The whole room uh, Is just Suddenly Filled with lies And I felt like Jesus was just I just really felt literally Someone was just sitting next to me And then suddenly The whole room is like Filled with light And then There's a Warm stream of Like Fountain you know Coming through my heart And I was just crying And crying And crying Because I felt that Why I have to take all this shit Why should I What did I do wrong You know So um, Right from that day That encounter with God I call it You know uh, There was a lot of um, Strength that I found in my heart Mm. That I could be joyful Even in that midst Situation Mm. didn't change Mm. It didn't change till the last day When I left Japan It was a very short stay It's less than half, half a year And uh, we were at the airport and uh, at that time, I was about to check in and I said to my aunt, I say, aunt, thank you very much for having me here. You know? And as I turned and walked away, I thought she wanted to say something. Yeah, she wanted to say something. And she said to me, I just want to tell you I will not be your sponsor anymore to Japan. So I, I was very sad at that moment, you know, because um, I didn't quarrel with her. I didn't quarrel with her. It's just that she felt that, oh, okay, I feel that you are not suitable to stay here. So I was like kind of, uh, if you like to go back, you can go back. Yeah. So I I did whatever that I think, you know, I can and I could. And as she uh, said that, I moved forward. Of course, I feel very sad in my heart. But uh, immediately the Holy Spirit spoke and said that, your future is in my hand. That was that short sentence. Your future is in my hand. So I came back here. It's not easy because I don't have a capital to start the business. Yeah. Mm. So that's the other part of the story. <laughs> 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 another mountain right in front of me. Come back, another street, another mountain. Another mountain, mountain because um, although the Japan experience was very painful, yeah, but um, after these days, um, from 1994 to 2020, um, I can really smile and say, even if it's so painful, God has actually, like, putting the, the foundation, you know, and putting my backbone in place to gear up for bigger mission and bigger tasks that I need to do yeah like the crazy rich Asians <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got a
0: chance to speak <laughs> about the movie yet <laughs> now before I let you go into you uh, you know I do want to touch a little bit about crazy rich Asians right because uh, a lot of people know that movie a lot of people watch that movie uh, and uh, just quickly tell us you know how how did you get the, the the gig or the job you know how did you manage to do it and uh, how exciting was that for you and your team
1: okay Um, It's actually an amazing journey and I've never dreamt anything like this would happen to me. Right. Because I had a call one day um, by a very old customer and I don't even remember who he is and he said, I bought flowers from from you, you know, years ago. Like I I said, may I know where is it? uh? Which (laughs) house? uh? Oh, that one in Road 6, huh? (laughs) That <laughs> was like sixteen years yeah. ago, you know. And he said, "Yeah, do you still do flowers?" Not. I say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I do flowers." So can do. Ah, uh? okay. If I show you pictures, all you can do. I say, "Yeah, can do. No problem. Anything. Ah, uh, about flowers, I can do." So he said, "But I need your bar data, and I need uh, to interview. You have to come for an interview." So I said, "Okay." So he said, okay, you send the biodata first, then you come for an interview. So I sent, and after that, he, he told me, Thursday, ah, Thursday you come. So I, I went all the way down to KL, in the heart of the city, you know, yeah. <laughs> cancelling all my class. Yeah. So I went, and he said, uh, sorry, ah, boss not here today. So never mind, you just come, you see. Lah. So I see a ah, so big, you know, that space is so big, like can contain 50 people. They right each table and each chair. But there was hardly anybody. So I was thinking in my heart.
0: going to kidnap? Uh? No.
1: Uh. What is he trying to do? Uh. Uh? Do flowers, do uh. business, but the company, nobody body one, no. Uh. So can get money or not. <laughs> <laughs> After I do the job, got payment for me or not. This was the thing that crossed my uh, mind. Seriously. Uh, uh. Yeah. And then he said, okay, um, the pictures are also not ready. Yeah. Uh, maybe next week you come again. Then I'm thinking in my heart Okay lah Then I Want to do business with people Must be patient huh? Ah. Mm-hmm. So be patient Next week come Come again So I went The following Thursday Same time I enter Then I saw this sticker no, Along the way ah, From the lift To the office there Got Stick there Crazy rich Asian Crazy uh. rich Asian no. I'm thinking ah, Why these people call The Asian Crazy <laughs> Is happening, though. That is so blur as me, uh. Uh, because <laughs> I'm not so much into
0: entertainment the, and yeah, the movie, not Hollywood. so much. Yeah, yeah not yeah. so much.
1: Hollywood to me is what Warner Brothers, huh? Uh, Bugs uh. Bunny.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, that yeah, WB. Yeah. Correct, yeah. correct,
1: correct, So, okay, so went in and uh, now I see a little bit more, like another ten people more, and yeah. I see like some Caucasians. And yeah. one lady walk past me and look at my shoes. Oh that's a nice pair of shoes I uh-huh. said thank you <laughs> And then I still didn't get to see the boss uh-huh. because he said boss is not here uh-huh. then but this time around he showed me some pictures. Yeah. Now this is the pranakan. I say, yeah I'm the pranakan
0: yeah
1: uh, he said, okay good you look at all these pictures huh we want these are the images we just show you and then we will give you the dimension and right. how, how, how you, you should go about okay then cannot see boss go back again. Next Thursday, oh. call me again. Then I told Uncle Kelvin. Yeah. I said, don't know real.
0: <coughs> <like."
1: coughs> yeah, <coughs> <laughs> I say, you see I cancelled my class two weeks and always on Thursday. Oh. So I feel very not nice. La, yeah. I say, la, we say, la, with the Thursday group, you, know, you yeah. keep on cancelling people. You know? So again, oh. Thursday come, call me again. Eunice, please come. The boss is here. So I said, no choice. La. This uh. time must go. So when... Wow, different already The lift open You hear a lot of sound yeah. And then When the minute I step into the office Trees, la, feathers, la, cloth la, Whatever you name <laughs> it la, Sculpture Everything was there And it was full of people Wow Full of people And then I say What's so happening? Ah? Yeah. So I was looking for that guy uh, Wait uh, uh, Like uh, Tenggelam I uh. cannot find him You know And then found it, Finally I found him uh. And he said Please sit here And wait There was only one chair sit there and wait. Uh. So I waited and I can hear there's a meeting room by the uh, side. Uh. There's a lot of people talking. After about 15 minutes, the whole bunch of people came out. they all from Warner Brothers. Of course, I didn't know. Uh-huh. Uh, they were all Caucasian. So yeah. I stood up. Uh, as Asian, you know, there's only one chair. So I stood up. <laughs> 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 and the production designer, Mr. Nelson, quote, he said, oh, please sit. Then I said, uh, but sir, there's only one one chair. It's okay. You sit. (laughs) (laughs) I sat down. And then he started asking questions to another seven or eight of them. So, okay. What do you guys think about this lady? You think that uh, she's able to complete this job with us? What do you think? So, suddenly three or four people answer at the same time. Uh, She must be the one now. There's no one else better than her in this part of the world. One of them said. Then immediately, uh, I I suddenly like the cajot. Uh. It's like, how come? Did this person check me or what? Because <laughs> I know that for the years uh, um, I've done some educational certification. And so if they would have checked me, they would have seen all this in, in my profile. Yeah. Um so after that, they said, um, Mr. Nelson Code said. Very good. Okay, so she will be doing all the flowers. and uh, But we need you, Eunice, to read the script and sign the contract. Right. So I look at him. I said, sorry, uh, sir, can I just do your flowers? You can tell me whatever you want. I'll just do it for you. But I don't want to sign the contract. I don't want to read the uh, script. Is uh, that possible? Uh. Then he look at me on you know, serious face. You know, no smile. No smile at all. Uh. And he said, uh, if you don't read the script and you don't want to sign the contract, then we have nothing to talk about. Wow. Then I said, this is very serious. Uh. Then I said, contract, uh, okay, um, can I take a look at the contract? I, I, I put aside the script first uh, uh, because uh. I'm not the actor. <laughs> 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 so I can like, that one later, I want uh. to see what is in the contract, you know. Uh. <laughs> so they brought me to a room and gave me a, a, two uh. pieces of paper clipped together. Uh, uh. And then, the minute uh, uh, I look at that paper, yeah. wow. I really uh, cannot <laughs> believe my eyes. I keep on looking at that three words on the top, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like Warner Brothers pictures and yeah. then California. Yeah. Then I'm thinking, California? Yeah, I was there California to do a program for for my AIFD symposium. Mm. I presented a program as a first Malaysian. Then I'm thinking. This is Warner Brothers, California. Uh. This is WB. This is Bucks Money. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? This is movie. <laughs> this is movie shooting. You know? Then only I realized uh, and I start to like, kind of like my senses start to like wake up. <laughs> hey, hello. Hello, this is not advertisement because all the time I thought it was an advertisement. Right. And you had. I never, 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 ever crossed my mind. <laughs>
0: a movie <laughs> sounds like you the very blur yeah very
1: blur that's me you know I just jalan through I don't look here look there check here check there no I just do go <laughs> so so um after about Like, 20, 30 minutes, uh, I was in that room And that girl was waiting for me to put my signature down Maybe she thought, like, everybody will see the first sentence You should have quickly put your signature down Like, you have just struck the logic Why are you thinking? (laughs) You know, but I turned to her and said I said, uh, if you don't mind, give me a little bit of time I need to read through this Then she left the room with not a very nice face But Uh, uh. I don't care, I just keep on reading so of course, I read many times, you know yeah. the, the title, the, the, the address there, and then I read the content, and then I just keep on praying in tongues, and I, I said, "Lord, if you want me to do this, and this is from you, you give me the peace, but really, very peaceful inside. Mm. But I tell you, on the other hand, at the back of my mind, I am very worried, because I really don't know what is this about. Yeah. I don't have friends who have this experience. I don't have people to like Hey, can check out uh, the note is it like that like that like, no i have nobody to check uh. <laughs> so i call uncle Kelvin. hey do you know this is not an advertisement uh. this is wb uh. you uh. remember wb uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> then uh, both of us is like floating in the sky <laughs> for like half a day la. after i signed and gave the copy they gave me a photo stack copy uh. i took the copy i get the grab home and uh, in the grab until I reach home until after three days uh. later, I still cannot believe what is <laughs> happening. <laughs> and uh, we waited for about 10 days, I yeah, think. Yeah. And the script finally came through the email. And when the script came with my, every page, uh, 110 page, yeah. ten pages, every page with my name watermark on it, Wow then I think uh, this is very serious, yeah yeah, yeah, you need still this you don't mess, uh. mm. you make sure you do a good job, yeah, wow, so i got pressure already, yeah, and uh, we waited about another two weeks, I think there was no news after the script came, of course, I don't understand the script ah, uh, <laughs> but I tried to read la- <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, I don't know the story, I don't know what head and tail uh, so when you give me the script uh, I read also I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just read like, I just read anyway uh. I really read I read read through it mm. and uh, when the first set start amazingly I thank God that God really show himself yeah. uh, because for me and my business because we are not like uh, the supplier or we have a lot of flowers 6.45 in the morning I got a call from the green man that is the person that is in charge of the nursery part. That means they create the garden. Mm. And uh, he called me and said, Nelson wants a posy for the table. Can you send it right now? I said, how much time do I have? 30 minutes. And I said, okay, I'll try my best. What's the color? Okay, so she he gave me, is light yellow, uh, green, and cream. So right. these three color. I said, okay. So... I have to think, you know, the materials comes from where. So I went to my fridge, flower fridge, and I realized actually the f- the color that he mentioned, I have it in my fridge. Wow! You see how amazing is that? Because wow. I seldom buy that kind of color. Yeah. Mostly are uh, lilac, pink, pastel. You know that kind. So, I call my I call my assistant. I said, please come now. Yeah. So I got everything ready in in a, like a box. Uh, and uh. then once he, her car came to the door, I jumped in and I did the arrangement in the, in car. the car. And that was the first scene where the movie show where Michelle Yo uh. actually uh, having the Bible study with wow. the ladies. Yeah, now That was the first um, starting point of that movie, Wow. Uh, floral arrangement by me.
0: My goodness. Yeah.
1: And thank God that to through the times though they change very often because they should all in all only taken two months in Malaysia and Singapore so um, what happened was that when it came to the end of Malaysia um, they talked to me and they said uh, can you recommend someone in Singapore so I recommended my good friend good friend Uh, We're both in the industry for a long time Because I know that people who want to do this kind of job You need to be very experienced And so I I gave the job to her and said Please liars with Warner Brothers So email, everything They were Everything Suddenly two weeks after that My friend wrote me an email Eunice, I'm sorry to tell you that I'm not able to do this job Why? And so I wrote to Warner Brothers and turned them down Wow, So I think uh, you give me problem, eh? I'm uh. going to Hokkaido, you know, on the 25th. Uh. How can you do this to me? And then I, if they cannot finish shooting, then I, my trip is gone already, you know. It involves so many people. Uh. So she says, so sorry. No no solid reason. So mm. I say, okay, since you cannot, then no choice. Uh. I, I give it back to them. Uh. The ball is kicked back to them. Mm. So they went and searched and I don't know how. One day, Nelson called me. Eunice, can you please come to the office? So I went and uh, he talked to me. He said, can you please uh, do this job in Singapore? I said, what happened? I said, I thought I gave your contacts and all. No, 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 no. We decided to have you. It's better. We already know how to work with you. You know how to work with us. So yeah. you come with us. But uh, we are not going to give you like to stay in Singapore and all that. So are you able to do the job? I said, Yes. Mm-hmm. I said, but I have one condition. Your shoot, uh, whatever that's concerning my part, uh, you have to finish the latest by the 24th. So he took me out of his office. He come to a big chart, you know, and he showed me. Okay, you look at my timetable now. This is all planned out. The show shooting ends on the 24th. Okay. (laughs) I said, really no joke, uh, because 25th morning, 2 o'clock, I need to go to uh, KLIA for my flight to Hokkaido. Mm. I say, if you don't finish, I I can only ask my assistants to do for you, okay? Deal, deal. Okay, deal. So, jalan. (laughs) (laughs) So, I thank God that even as I look back, if I have completed Malaysia and I have not done Singapore, this will not be the highlight of the show. Yeah. Because the highlight is it was in Singapore. The major pieces was all in Singapore. Wow. And during the mon- month of June, um, if I don't remember wrongly, I, I flew to Singapore three times a week. And uh, back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes it's like I go today and then the last flight back. And uh, with three tons lor- lorry going out with all the everything that happens so compact in time and anything that I need, especially the Tanhua material. Yeah. Wow, that one is really miracle. That one till today, I cannot figure out. My brain still cannot digest. <laughs> so I just <laughs> hang in there. Okay, God, I know it is all you. You yeah. did it. You have chosen me to be a vessel yeah. in this, to yeah. glorify your name.
0: Fantastic! Yeah. Wow. I uh. Well, can I just say I am so impressed and I am so awestruck by your story. Honestly, I until you told me in detail about Japan, I never knew it was until like that. <laughs> that they, uh, you had to tell me upfront, and then I, I, I was, I'm very touched by your story. Honestly, I am, and to see how you still glorify God, mm-hmm. I think one common theme that I get a lot from your story, and as you, as you share, is that how. Uh, you've got a very kind heart. I don't know if you know. I think by now, I think you should know this, that you have a very, very compassionate and a kind heart. And I think the Lord really honors you for that. Uh, and how you bless so many people and the Lord decides to bless you because of that yeah. and I hope you know that and I hope you know you never ever change you know
1: yeah I thank God for that yeah I thank God and for that and every
0: time you smile you know people I don't think any layman on the street who <laughs> see your character like this uh, are <laughs> laughing hee hee ha ha would never imagine that one day you have to pluck wheat in the 7 degree don't know what you know 7 degree Celsius is it uh, only have to bathe you know use water nobody you know yeah. would have actually guessed something like that yeah. but uh, we are slowly coming down to a close now and I want to say thank you so much for being so real with us and sharing uh, very personal stories with us uh, Auntie Eunice before I let you go uh, any last words from your side anything you want to say to the viewers you know as anything with the uh, Holy Spirit impresses upon your heart you know you I can just share. want
1: to encourage everyone yeah. uh, whoever that is listening um, through life God takes moments to molest. And that's painful. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Uh, we will have real emotions like loss and fear, uh, rejection, and all that. But at the end of the the whatever that you feel today, you yeah. must know one thing and believe and hold fast that the Lord is with you. The Lord is with us all the time. Yeah. Dark times doesn't mean God is not there. Yeah. Yeah, difficult times doesn't mean God is not there. I was full in a sense. Yeah. Overwhelmed by my my um, the reality that I face. That at moment, I even forgot that he was there. Yeah. Yeah. This is human and it is okay. But when we fall, we stand back up, we repent and we come back to him again. And no matter how many times we fall, that is how many times his love is there for us he never leave nothing in this world nothing nothing at all will separate the love of god from us Wow. Praise the Lord
0: Praise the Lord indeed Praise Amen Lord. Amen to that Fantastic <laughs> Guys Uh, Again on behalf of the team At Let's Get Real We want to thank you so much Auntie Eunice, For taking the time off To share your story And your testimony with us We are truly inspired And very very blessed thank by it Thank you
1: so much Brandon no. For this opportunity <laughs> You're very it, it very is, welcome It is so blessed for me To bless the next generation You're right Bless many people Who yeah. are out there struggling Thank you God loves you no matter how
0: Thank you so much. And to the rest of you, make sure you guys subscribe to us on YouTube for more content like this. And uh, don't forget, you can listen to us on Spotify as well, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Uh, Subscribe to the channel, like and share the video. Until next time, my name is Brandon. This has been Auntie Eunice. And this has been Let's Get Real with me, Brandon Ho. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching Let's Get Real. We hope that you've been blessed, inspired and encouraged in one way or another from all the stories that have been shared today.
1: That's right, if you like what you see here and you want to see more, make sure to like this video, share it with your friend, and subscribe for more.
0: Now, some of you may not know this, but the setup that you see behind the studio, including all the equipment, do not belong to us. We're a small three-man team and we do not take a profit or a pay from this show at all. But hey, we can dream as well. And one day, we hope to have our own set, our own studio, including our own equipment. So if you'd like to support this ministry, you can drop your love gifts at the bank details that you see on your screens right now. Don't forget to earmark Let's Get Real or LGR so that we know that your giving will be used
1: for this show. Thank you so much in advance. Until next time, God bless. God bless.